What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock population finales. I am Vern. We're here with Mikey Locks. And yes, this is the final Locky Town episode, uh, at least as we currently know it ever. We, <laughs> Mikey is feeling some kind of way about it. Me, I'm thrilled. I'm happy. I never have to see that suck back loser Mikey Locks again. What you, dude. I'm just, That's not we're, we're going to have so it. sad. So, what we're going to do today is we're going to tell the story of Locky Town. We're going to go through it. We're going to go through who we are, why we're doing this, why we've been doing this, some of our favorite moments, things like that. Mikey is going to give out some advice, I think. And then we're going to hear out the grievances. Advice. No. I thought you were doing no, it. Do I, I have to do it? Well, yes. Yes. I want it from you. It's funnier coming from you. Then we're going to air out our grievances. We haven't heard each other's grievances yet, uh, but we're going to say what bugs us about the other person. And then we're going to bugs reach me when you do these really long intros where I don't get to talk for like the first three minutes because you're just like spewing bullshit. That's one of my grievances. And then we're going to say, you know, what's next for us? What's next for Lockheed Town? And we're going to end on NFL picks as always. Mikey, how are you doing with all of this? How are you coping? How is your mental state right now? Uh, I, I'm, I'm fluctuating between very deeply, darkly depressed. And the quote I keep coming back to is don't smile because it's over. Don't cry because it's over smile because it happened. You're going to bring a cliche into this in the first minute of the episode. How's that a cliche? It's a cliche for sure. That's by definition, a cliche, like by definition. Also like you couldn't, it's just not original either. Like it's true though. Of course, um, okay. A cliche is a phrase or opinion that is over you. You are leaving me and ruining my life. The only glimmer of hope, the only good thing that's ever happened to me is Locky Town, and you're quitting on us. And you're sitting here and you're being a dick to start the whole episode instead of being vibey. I don't appreciate that. Can we get back on track? Yeah, we can. Uh, That's that's fine, Mikey. I love you. I miss you. This is sad. I've already what? Smile because because it happened. That's right. That's totally original. Definitely not a cliche. Mikey, excellent. Uh, It's true. This has been an amazing thing, and and we'll get to it here. And and I think we can wax on, and thank everyone for listening. We'll save it for the end. For now, the story of Lockheed Town. Mikey, who are we? Why is this a thing? Let's start from the beginning. I'll never forget. I think it was um, January 2018. And I couldn't sleep one night. I was uh, probably in a deep, dark hole from gambling away all my money. I was like tailing all these different cappers on Twitter, people who knew, acted like they knew what they were talking about. They were all losers, old white guys who, who just lived in Vegas and, and were just complete fraud scam, suck back losers. And I was just like, Vern, why don't we just like start, like my name is not Mikey Locks. I just created some random ass Twitter account. I used to call things that were Locks as we're going to Locky Town. And I couldn't sleep one night for some reason. I was like, what if we just started this universe and just did exactly what we do every single day in the group text on like a podcast or some shit? Came to you the next day. We made the account. And I think that was you're, – you're, you're shaking your head at me like that's wrong. Is that not how – I'm not shaking my, my head. You've ne- no, no, no. You're right. You've never told me that you kind of 
had this vision of a universe. You just said like, I think we should start a gambling pod. You, I don't think you really let me into where your brain was at. And I think that sometimes well, your, your words are behind your brain. Sometimes your brain I don't is, know what's going on in my own brain. And I remember <laughs> I made the Twitter account and I was like on the bus on the way to work. And I made the Twitter account and I like literally by the time I got to work, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like, I'm just going to delete this Twitter account. Like, no one's going to care. And before I could do it, uh, we have a Slack or we had a text group with a couple coworkers and someone screenshotted their email and said, your contact at Mikey Locks has joined Twitter and pretty much just blew me up. And by that point, it was over. I was like, fuck, I got to keep this thing now. Like, I already got blown up by my friends. If I delete it, they're going to make fun of me even more. So we ended up just going with it. I think we recorded our first episode like a week later and we recorded every episode, probably the first 30 episodes we were doing daily hits on our cell phones and they were 10 minute daily shows. Honestly, you can go back and listen to those. I think they're fucking hilarious. That was when the show was at its peak and I missed that era. Um, and uh, it was great. Okay. So I think, I mean, you got a little ahead of yourselves here, but basically you were going through this phase where you were making fake Twitter accounts. That's like, well, that, yeah. you were doing that. You well, once I, I would made just... a Twitter account and then it just tweeted at the scene of the crime, which you thought was some kind of reference on the day that there was some like, I think there was a shooting okay. in San Francisco. Yeah, I don't know why you're going to bring that up. First of all, that was an accident. It's from the movie, The Other Guys. It's a very popular quote. The guy comes, the cop comes up at the scene of the crime, LOL. It's a very funny quote. And I just thought that would be a funny first tweet, but I didn't have the awareness to realize what was going on in the world. But yeah, I was making a lot of accounts to just troll people at that time in my life. Mm -hmm. Which is what I'm going to be doing now that I don't work for Bleacher Report. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, so what we started doing was, first of all, do you want to, should we explain what our real jobs are or mine, what they were? I guess Basically, it's kind of sad. They're, they're not very cool. I, so Vern and I both worked on the BR app team. We helped send alerts. We helped curate the streams. And then I moved over, helped create the BR Gridiron brand, and now help lead content strategy for BR betting. So work on the social team. Everything you see on BR betting kind of uh, is, I mean, I have a hand in per se. So we do have a real job uh, and we have a you know, what I like to think of an important job, we are real people within Bleacher Report that we lead meetings, you give feedback. So it was always kind of weird to do Locky Town on the side where we just complete loser degenerates who uh, had really no regard for decency. Right. Yeah. We were showing our true awful selves, which I don't think you ever really want to do in a work workplace environment and forever thankful to Bleacher Report for letting that for letting us be our true awful selves. Now, I like to think we forced the issue. Yeah, we really did. So what what we did was we started sneaking downstairs in the Bleach Report office. There is a floor in which there are not very many people. There, it's kind of it's essentially a bar, and there's a like two office or conference who were room. Like, at like not Bleach Report at some other company. There's like two coworkers who were like secretly fucking, and they would disappear for twenty minutes, <laughs> and no one knows where they went. Like that was me and you, except instead of fucking we were recording a podcast and then we posted it online therefore everyone knew we were fucking knew, it would be yeah, like everyone knew the whole, yeah very posting obvious. it on social media and then just the two co-workers sneak away for 10 minutes and they come back giggling because that's exactly what you and i did um and, and if you listen to the old episodes there was a third member of the podcast 
Do we talk about him? Loser. Do we acknowledge him? Or... Baru Beck, Big. still on Twitter. He's over at Action Network yep. now. He, uh, We miss him. He was a nice addition. I think losing him hurt the podcast for sure. It was just me and you. He was a huge nerd uh, in, in the fact that he really looked in like he has no life. Uh, literally, absolutely no life other than sports betting and watching sports. So he was good. He brought a lot of knowledge to the podcast and we would just rip on him. But there was a third member. And again, if you go back and listen to some of those episodes, they're very funny. So like, yeah, Baru Betts, at B-A-R-U-H Betts on Twitter. He does work for Action Network. What he do? He was like, he couldn't really bring the real life element into it, but he, he very much had like better analysis than you and I. However, yeah. like we've had our moments, but he's a huge nerd and he would panic a lot on the podcast. He would get kind of nervous. His voice would shake. But also, there was nothing he liked more than to call you out on your bullshit. And so the old episodes are mostly Mikey, you, and Baru arguing with each other. Screaming. Just absolutely screaming top of our lungs at each other. One episode, the Valentine's Day episode, you did a, a sound like you were having sex and you said Leonard, Leonard Hamilton's name instead. Uh, the Florida State Mikey coach. Said- <laughs> um so basically yeah we would go down and the audio was god awful there were 10 minutes it was how did we do yesterday what are we betting today and then some argument embedded in the middle and it was awesome i think what we decided we wanted to do was we we saw all these people on twitter who were frauds giving out locks and so it's almost satirical like we're going to locky town because like we're not claiming to be experts. We're just trying to ride together, get rich, win some bets with some friends and laugh at each other's asses when we lose. That's it. You don't it's like that? so simple. And that's all Locky Town was. No, I love that. That's all Locky Town is. And that's – let's just skip to the advice portion, Vern, because that no. is what I need more out of from the community. I, I implore all the Loch Ness Monsters, everybody who likes betting, the, the world is your oyster. We went out and just did the stupidest shit ever and like – a couple people liked it, and then we just kept going with it. I don't even know how we ended up here. Now it's all over. But, like, there are no sick gambling personalities out there, including us, in my opinion. The world is a white space for people to go out and create content, whether it's the wheel bros spinning a wheel for picks, whether you're getting your dog to give you a pick, whether you're drunk at a bar screaming at a TV. Like, the world needs more of that. I need to see more of it, and I'm hoping VR betting can be a home from it. And Locky Town will continue to be a home for it. What I want Locky Town to become – is no longer me and you being the face of some bullshit where we pretend to know picks, even though we have tongue in cheek. I just want to have fun with the boys or I want the boys and the girls to have fun with each other and be out there betting together as a family and laughing at each other when they do stupid shit and celebrating when they win. That's what gambling is. And we need more of it. Locky town is going to be the home for that. You know, look, I think that's a great point that there isn't really a great gambling personality. You can see these people who are set in a room filming themselves. I'm not going to get into specifics. It's not genuine. It doesn't feel genuine to me. It's set up. We want to see real people being real betters, having fun doing it. And that's pretty much it. And that's how it started. We never thought we were going to be a part of – I didn't think we were going to be a real Bleacher Report podcast. One of our bosses one day listened to an episode. I think you did. You you I saw the vision much more than that me. We're- we're not more famous, to be honest with you. Uh, at least if you were yeah, quitting, I was fuck? hoping we would. Yeah, I thought we would be more famous. Kind of mad about it. Like people listen, they're like, "Oh, we love you," and it's like, "Fuck, dude, we're your friends." 
Come on, bring Damn. the whole family. Yeah, Bro. exactly. We had a boss at BR listen, someone with a lot of pull, who listened to an early episode and he said, I thought this would fucking suck, but it was pretty funny. Keep going. And that was like the biggest moment of our – that was one of the biggest things that ever happened to me at Bleach Report where I was like, holy shit, he liked it. It's like, well, we, we the can C- do this. When the, CEO, when the CEO followed us on Instagram and liked one of our posts, I was like, what is going on? This is the craziest shit of all time. I can't believe it's happening. Um, it, it's just really funny to go back and look at some of those moments. Vern, of the last, it's only been, what, two years? The last two years where we were such idiots, like the two stupidest people who could have ever started a podcast. But we would just have all of these kind of landmark moments. Looking back at now, we freaked out about another one for you. Uh, the first time we ever had a guest on the podcast, his name was Kerry uh, Keating. He was the ex-head coach of Santa Clara, which is barely D1 basketball. And we were like DMing with him on Twitter. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'd love to come by the office. I'd love to come on the podcast. I think us three, this is when Baru was still around. I think we were legitimately nervous to interview this guy. I remember Baru like completely his voice cracked when he was trying to interview him. We had no idea what we were doing. And like just little moments like that, it's not like we have come like super far and we're famous by any means or, or whatever. But like we, you know, it, it is really fun to look back at us building this thing and these small monumental moments that were the biggest things in the world to us. And now you look back like, God, you guys are fucking idiots. None of that matters. But that's what I, that's what I also, we were, life does, we all die. We were, we were freaking about, freaking out about having the ex Santa Clara basketball coach on. He's an awesome dude. He had some great stories. He gave us some great takes on how to bet college basketball. Brew was freaking out. He was like, you know, like voice cracking, couldn't get his words out, couldn't get questions in. Really panicked. He choked. Wouldn't you say he choked? Were, yeah, he choked. Those old episodes were a lot of fun, especially before we started doing anything for BR betting or for Bleach Report, because we were like completely unfilled. Like we said some shit that that was probably over the line, but it was really fucking funny, and I miss that. And I also miss the original. It was just intro. genuine. Oh, it was what? the original intro. We would so just the play original Flo Rida, intro. welcome to my house on every single start of every single episode. And we would sing over it instead of saying, welcome to, we would say, Lockheed Town. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. You and I loved it. Brew hated that old intro. Hated its guts, which made it better. It made it so, you'd be so upset, so embarrassed every time we did it. Brew's going to be listening to this. He's going to be getting pissed. Revisionist history. Fuck you, Brew. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. We also had an intern. I don't – should we talk about the intern? I, I don't really want to give him the satisfaction of us talking about him, intern room. So I, I think we skip over intern room completely. Okay. Okay. We used to do some IG lives where we legit were just giving away money and like 25 people maybe would join. And we'd be like, whoa, 25 people were on. And then you know, later in the future, we've had like 300 people on in – routinely on you know what's sad just though is like when changed. we got three, it is sad though when we did get 300 people or 400 people on ig live we were super stoked about it in a year we you, if you wouldn't have been a complete traitorous suck bag snake loser we probably would have been looking back at that moment and laughing but instead everything's over uh and i'm sad again i don't know i mean maybe we're jason street Dylan Panthers, quarterback one, going to Notre Dame, oh. who got paralyzed. And now we've been paralyzed, and everyone remem- remember him as the best that never was. Instead of, you know, he I had never had a chance to flame out. Like, 
I thought you were going to go silver lining with that, but you got, yeah. No, no paralyzed. Yeah, no paralyzed from waist down. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, what about like the the first player we had on, Jace Sternberger, Green Bay Packers tied in. Jace is an option. Maybe I can get Jace to replace you. Explain this one. I, it's actually a great idea. He just idea. caught the game-winning touchdown in a, in a stupid-ass video game sim we put up called the Goat Sim, which was actually legit. But he caught the game-winning touchdown, and you DM'd him. And this is where, like, again, back to the advice portion of things. Like, you just need to go out and try stupid shit and don't care if you get laughed at or you get said no to. You just need to – we DM'd him, and he said he'd come on. And the next day, we had him on the podcast, and it was just moving so fast. Like, what the hell is going on? I chugged a beer. He gave us some great college stories. He might have had to delete some of the podcasts at his request, the legend Jay Sternberger. But like, it's just crazy to think like, bang, bang, boom, and shit just ends up happening. And, and that's what Locky Town was. Do we ever get in trouble for Locky Town? I kind of want to, I'm like curious. Like my boss would be like, yeah, how was Locky Town? Like he would know we went and recorded, but he was always supportive. Um, the discord got us in a little trouble. Maybe I don't really want to get into that, but it wasn't real trouble. They let us be us. That's the thing. And and if you want to take a silver lining, we, we got out, we got in and we got out before we got in too much trouble. I mean, if you want to look at it that way, that's like the dumbest, lamest shit I've ever heard of. And is really opposite of how I want to live my life, but maybe we go with it. I have an analogy, but it's very inappropriate. So I'm not going to do it. But it's just think about getting in and out and getting out with no trouble. Um, I think you said it said it well. Like Jace was the shit. Like busting <laughs> yeah, like busting one. Yeah, and okay, and doing see, it let's, let's and then not know, having any know. negative repercussions. I got yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Good take. Yeah. Um, other another amazing thing that happened in the in look again. This is what we're talking about where it's just like just we just fucking did it, man. We went for it. Asher Roth. The Asher Roth thing was incredible. We were the Niners were playing, I think, in the NFC championship game. Asher is a Niners fan. We posted a video that went kind of viral. It was a sick ass meme that I made. Um, you used to go and die with your sick ass memes and then you stop making them. <laughs> Life took over, man. I've been too busy. Now maybe I can. If you guys ever see any memes on the account, trust me, Mikey Locks is not doing it. So that's my way of saying hello and I love you, Loch Ness Monsters. Uh, <laughs> I made this sick-ass old-school meme. Yeah, you know it's true. Fuck you. And Asheroth liked it. You can't – yes, you definitely directed some. Asher was like, yo, like that was funny. I DM'd him. I was like, if you have any bets, we'll take it. He responded. He gave us a bet. We took it. It hit. And it was the start of a beautiful friendship, really. I mean, Asheroth fucks. He fucks. Singer and of the I Love, and I love betting. Yeah, we should run that back before you leave, too. Maybe we can just insert it right here. That was just lyrically. I mean, I, I, don't, wanna, I don't know who wrote the lyrics. Uh, I forget. It was me. Uh, but it was just great lyricism. Uh, and it was a great moment in Locky Town history, man. I think we need to get into our top three favorite moments in Locky Town history before I start. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, you did you did write the lyrics to "I Love Betting," but you were too scared to do it. 
So yeah. we had Asher on, and we were like, what if we make an I Love Betting remix? Mikey, like, jokingly wrote one in five minutes that was fucking fire. It's what you hear on the thing to I Love College. The the parlay last night was awfully crazy. I wish we had shit. It's awesome. It and then the we dropped I, I made a music video. Everything we did for Locky Town, it kind of makes me sad. We did it in, like, half-baked, two-minute idea, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 100% true. All right, uh, should we do the Murphy? The Nerfy, and then we'll talk top three moments. And then we came yeah. the Nerfy, Mikey. This was your baby. You were inseminated with this idea, and you birthed it out. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of jizz talk today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this was my baby. I, I, I just used to hammer this bet so much that, like, it was like, should we just start doing it on Lucky Town? Sure. It, it was, it is and was the most fun bet of all time. The rise and not the fall, just the rise of the Nerfy was some of the craziest two weeks of my life. We were en fuego, 30 and 11. It just kept hitting. It was like, uh, and that's when the Loch Ness Monsters really started as well. Um, and I wish we had more time with them because that is my what I'm going to miss the most is the Loch Ness Monsters. And that is when I feel like the community I'm just so depressed. I, I'm starting to have more of a pep in my step right now. But uh, yeah, that that was my favorite thing about about Lucky Town. I mean, and you've been the one DMing people, but however, they're not going anywhere. The Lucky Town Instagram isn't going anywhere. The idea of Lucky Town is going to live on. It's just we won't do a shitty podcast anymore. That that is relatable. Wow, you look so sad. You guys can't see Mikey right now, but I I can tell he is wearing this one. He is wearing it. Let's do our top three moments of Locky Town. Do you want to? Do you want to go first? Do you want to do three and then we do three, or do you want to trade? I'll start and we'll trade off. My number one is I think it was a, one of our first five episodes. Uh, we started our Twitter account and some people started following us, and we we coined the term Hammerlock. And so we started doing our Hammerlock of the day. I think we started like four and zero, and we were going for five and zero. And it was like, oh my god, what if we hit five and zero on the hammer locks? And it was we had twelve followers. There was no Locky Town. This was just Mikey Locks, and and we were recording the podcast. And this is like, uh, there, this isn't even a great anecdote, but we went down and recorded the podcast. And I remember I just lost my shit and called it a guarantee. And, and we were drinking, and me, you, and Baru ended up going to watch the game at a bar. And we, I ended up putting like $500 on this game. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I just got so ingrained in the character of Mikey Box and really can speak testament to the next two years of what Locky Town was because it is really an alternate persona. But I got so crazy about it. I put 500 and it hit and we just got pissed drunk and like completely blacked out and had the most fun. Was ever. it the we Buffalo game? That. It was Buffalo. They were like 13 yep. point favorites on a Friday night college basketball. Not- not the Buffalo Bills, college basketball, University of Buffalo. Yes, yeah. yes, that was. I that do was remember that. Of course. Did I? I think I feel like I had to leave early too. Yeah, Sounds you like me. You 100%. Yep, 100%. And we'll get to that in the airing of grievances. I I know that that's going to be a grievance. Um, one of my top three moments. Um, I had this one. I'm going blank a little bit. I didn't write them down. Uh, oh, oh. The bad betters bracket. We made a six. Oh my goodness! How many was it? Was it sixty-four? No, 
I think it was. 18. No, 16. 16. 18. Okay. We made a we made a bracket of the worst kinds of betters. I think it was really the first time we had some internet traction. It was fucking funny. It was so yeah, relatable. We got like likes. It was so genuine. Yeah, you know, we were, a few people responded. They were like, whoa, this is good. I also used to refuse to like do anything from Locky Town from my original from my real Twitter account at M underscore Vernon. I'm verified. And uh, that was the first time I did it. And people were like, whoa, this is hilarious. Uh, also, the podcast was really, really funny. It was the first time I would say we spent more than 10 minutes on something, and it, it clicked and it worked. And I really feel like that was the sweet spot for us moving forward, was really you know, yeah. hitting the buckets of the types of betters that exist and talking to that. Uh, it's a really good episode. I would go through it. Mostly you and Baru shitting on me. Saying that I was all the worst types yeah. of betters. Because you were. Because you are the worst type of better. My next favorite moment was the first time we ever got a logo. Remember when we got our logo for the first time? One of our uh, coworkers just kind of liked the podcast and whipped it up. And it was just like, holy shit, this could be a thing. Like We had, again, 38 followers at the time. But it just felt like, Locky Town? Could this be a real thing? It's fun. It's to so see fun. people believing in it who were kind of in the industry was pretty cool. Um, mine would be the first time you quit Locky Town. Mikey, oh, I quit Mikey would times. quit so much, mostly not, not because you were mad at us, mostly because you would lose too many bets and you'd be like, I can't do this. I need to quit. And sometimes it was just because you were mad at us and you would straight up quit. And we did an episode, just me and Baru <laughs> with you out. And then you walked in midway through and Brew and I are both Jewish, and we leaned into the the Italian being dead and the Jews taking over. And uh, it was just – and you go back and listen to it. It was so fucking funny, the drama of it. You came in. Uh, and, like, I really thought – I genuinely thought that you weren't going to do Locky Town. Like, there were a few times I thought you were really, really done. Now. I think one time I got really mad at you. I don't even remember why. And I was like, I don't fucking need you. You're fucking irrelevant. I'm done with you. I quit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, you said I think you roasted one of my videos. Yeah, I did. That's like, <laughs> you know, personal attack. Um, that episode that day, because it was really good, really early, it was one of my favorites. My last one, and this is recent, uh, there was a viral video from someone in VR betting. I think it was the Wheel Bros. And honestly, Vern had told me he was leaving the podcast about a month ago, leaving the company um, altogether. And I was like, it's over. I, I don't I don't know. I don't really want to do content uh, without you, my guy, my brother in lock. Um, and I was pretty much ready to completely delete the Instagram account and just be like, yeah, like no reason to do this with, without Vern. And I saw someone in a Nerfy Nation shirt, like just the guys were spinning the wheel and like having the best time ever. And it was like, dude, that's literally what we fucking built, Nerfy Nation. They're wearing our merch. Like, that is insane. And then I was like, I, I, I can't kill this completely. I mean, the number one moment is just the creation of the Loch Ness Monsters, the emojis. And uh, I don't know. I, I can't let that go. That was like a clicking moment where it was like, damn, like, uh, this, is too, this has been too much fun. You can't just erase history like that. And there's people, the people are still out there. The Loch Ness Monsters are still out there. So that was my, like, a great moment. I'm emotional. Uh, for me, like it has to be PGA Championship. 
getting credentialed yeah, to go that. to the PGA Championship. That was so yeah. so nice yeah. of me to let you go. Yeah, uh, PGA Championship, 25 media members credentialed. Locky Town was one of them. It was in San Francisco during the pandemic. Mikey, you let me go. You let me go do it. And it was incredible. It was so fun. We were supposed to be there like, together. And at the last second, they were like, no, we only have one ticket. I don't know. I don't like to do things alone. Hence why this podcast is dying. Uh, I, I'm very codependent. I think you know that about me. We're like Mac and Dennis and always sunny. So uh, I was like, you're going to do a lot better job than me going out solo here. I kept, I think I, did, I think ultimately I did a better job than you. Uh, I kept ducking into the woods. Then you would have, uh, no, nah, there's no question. I kept ducking into the woods, yeah. doing live videos. I yelled at Colin Morikawa. We went viral. I freaked his caddy out. I got Steph to talk. Um, it was, yeah, you were on it one. was really, really cool. It was the power of Locky Town. You have one shot, man. Um, you know, don't be sad that it's over smile because it, it happened. Uh, other good moments, uh, the masters last year's masters, <laughs> Mikey, for that episode, you called, you called these, all these restaurants in Augusta <laughs> and we asked them who was going to win the masters. And it was fucking hilarious. Also, uh, prank calling, I prank called a locksmith once and we played it on the oh, podcast was, and the guy fun. thought, that was really good. Those were that was very early days, and the guy was like, "You trying to pick locks like all mad?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> um, that was the end oh, of that sorry, call. Mikey, do you, have, again? do you have any others? Fuck you. I don't know. I, I think we need. To, <laughs> I think we need to move on to the group. It's just so sad. Okay. Also, one of the Nerfy IG lives, all these people were on, and I was walking home with my girlfriend, and. Uh, the Loch Ness monsters like made me stay outside till the game was over. It hit. I was trying to get a car to honk for nerfies. Um, all of it was just so fun. Um, okay, do you want to air out the grievances? Let's air them. Do you want to start? Okay. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna say I think five grievances that we have with each other, and we're gonna talk them out. Um, number one, yeah, I'll start. Do you want to do you want to take turns with these? Yeah. Okay. Number one, everything I did on Lockie Town always had to be on your time. What yeah. I mean by that well, is I'm very demanding. Demanding. I know. I'm like so, Al Davis. It was exhausting, man. Like every single thing we did, <laughs> you'd be like, "Okay, I'm ready. We got to go right now." It didn't matter what I was doing. It didn't matter what I had been doing. Um, ooh, just thought of a memory that we forgot about. I'll bring it up later. Say it. Every uh, the time you were too drunk to do a podcast, and Farmer Fran was our guest. It was my birthday. <laughs> so I, had to, I had to do the whole interview with Farmer Fran alone, which was awesome, and he was an amazing guest. Uh, but yeah, uh, happy birthday to you, you fucking idiot! You were too drunk to do it. Uh, you were here, you were with us, but not present. And if you look at video of it, Mikey's eyes are all whacked up. Anyways. Everything we did, it had to be on your time. No matter what, my editing had to be on your time. The nerfies had to be on your time. Zero disregard for my time. Everything on your time. That's a grievance. It's not I have my time. Out my it was the lockness. It was a lock. It wasn't my time. It was when the audience needed the content. And you know what? If you can't handle that, then go work at you know in fintech. 
in order to arbitrate this or settle this, I just wanted you to admit that and uh, yeah. say I'll thank you that. for your time. Would you say thank you for your time? Thank you for your time, Bryn. I really I do appreciate it. I don't okay. know how to edit. I don't know how to make memes. I'm not very technically savvy. Uh, I just I just kind of can drink white claws on IG Live with the boys. So I that skill is very needed. I just I, I'm very impatient. So you know that. Um, all right. My number one grievance: you don't actually really gamble or know sports or have good sports takes or know what the fuck's going on when it comes to sports gambling. That's just a, a lie. That's wrong. You just don't yeah, acknowledge say, my takes. No, no you I don't, don't think know what you're true. talking about when it comes to a lot of sports, baseball, for example, uh, golf. You were just kind of picking nerfies. I don't think you picked two nerfies the whole time we did nerfies. It was always Mikey Locks giving the locks. Bernd Stradamus would maybe steal a pick here and there, you gave but there was never a original majority. gambling thoughts of your own. That's not true. You gave the vast majority of a lot of college football, college basketball thoughts, mostly fading Kansas. I just looked at my history with the person I uh, bet with, and I don't want to say the word, the B word, but I'm way up, and I don't think you can say the same. So oh, go I'm fuck so yourself. Fun. I'm so down. I'm so down. All right. So can you? I guess that, that means I you sometimes... are more of a you're a more legitimate better. Thank what you. do you want me to acknowledge? That's all I wanted. No, you just did. Thank you. Your turn. I mean, yes, I piggybacked off your picks almost all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's you. true. My takes were uh, not plentiful, but when they were, they were quite a shot. Quite a big yeah, shot. I wish you sprayed the big board. load. Yeah, I wish you sprayed sprayed more loads. Instead, you just had you wanted me to few yeah. large loads. Um, Fucking bills okay. are down. Oh my god, these losers. Go ahead. My next one. Everything we did relied on your energy, and your energy was up and down. You couldn't <laughs> always be up. You couldn't always be up. Today, you're a leader. Today, you're a leader example. of this pod. You're up. You're up today, even though you're sad. Uh, I can tell you're you are rock hard. No, no. <laughs> just fifty percent hard at at most. Yeah, Half I'm shot. telling you, like when we would record these podcasts, you would I could tell where when you were focused, when you were not focused, when you there would be multiple episode streaks in a row where you didn't have it, or you'd I think be we nailed it in like on Slack. Well, yeah, the last we we the creativity was kind of gone once we knew I was gone, but the energy like you're a leader in 100 percent. And this is real and especially also true in basketball in life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I follow you as you go up and down. And so I need you and people are going to need you to be up. I need you to be up rock hard ready to go and in your energy throughout the time was up and down and you were uh you were inconsistent uh also distracted very distracted that all comes in um it at first it was funny when you were down because you were sad but you were like focused uh but sometimes you just flat out didn't want to be here <laughs> that's a that's a great take i don't really want to be here right now so that, that uh that's a great take. I, dude it's i have nothing to this is i have nothing to offer I just it's want, hard when you're doing, actually we did all this on the side, right? We did all this on the side, and sometimes there's no fanfare, there's no paycheck, 
we did it all for one for us to try and get famous, which didn't work. And then two, eventually we did it for the Loch Ness Monsters. And, you know, it, it's hard to maintain a ton of consistency when you're not, it's not your job, right? Like this is never our job to do Lockie Town. I mean, that's true. Like the amount of time we were able to, to give to it was pretty limited. We'd have long, stressful days and then this would happen. And sometimes we had a great plan. Sometimes we didn't. Uh, but that's that's definitely a grievance I had. And and in the future, I want you to commit. I'm pointing at you for those of you who if this video gets put on YouTube or something uh, or if you're listening, just know I am pointing my arbitration. Yeah, is want you to be up. And when you're doing VR betting stuff, if you're up, people will be up with you. There will be a giant circle of people up with you. All right. So what you're saying is I need to get an Adderall prescription again. All right. Number two, <laughs> you wouldn't always really gamble with me. I know I mentioned that, but you would never like rage really hard with me. Like you would never like go all in and like take the extra shot, have the beer with me on a Tuesday night for a nerfy. It, it, maybe it's a me thing, but then I start to think like, am I not fun to drink with? Like, is it something in, you know, is, is it a me thing? It's not a you thing. You're the best most fun person to drink with. It is very true. Now I'm getting, I got sad. Somehow that one got me. It's true. That's good. However, if you look at some old videos of us drinking and gambling, they exist. We're definitely drunk and I am like 50 pounds heavier. And uh, you know, one thing I'll say too, in our, in our defense too, like we do have jobs and we, the other thing that kind of hurt us with Lockheed Town is we had lives and, and wives, you know, that, that doesn't help. You can't watch every single game. Why Brew Betts was was valuable to us because he was a complete loser with no life. We we sometimes have to go on hikes or sometimes you have to go out you know to the in laws for dinner or whatever it may be. And we couldn't lock in every single day hour of every single day. And I, I do wish in an alternate life we could. I mean I know we're happy with where we're at, but that hurt. It is true. Like I think in order to really succeed at this, we would have to go 100 percent all in. And I I'm not sure that was ever possible possible uh my next my next one is uh my next grievance is you said mean things you said mean yeah, things about me i meant, call, I meant every single one i actually was probably holding them back a little bit i, I would didn't even go <laughs> full throttle on some of them what about uh you called me bald a lot i'll call well, me bald put, it's very public okay i'm gonna do it i want you to tell me how it looks will you tell me how it looks uh, looks good really your hair looks good there's more than it used to be the the bald spot yeah. is shrunk i'm gonna oh, we gotta good. find a before looks and good. after picture i'm gonna like edit this right. my uh, I'm gonna... uh yeah put some more hair send in mean things edit. uh number three uh yeah i don't know sorry i'm super sorry i said mean things like that that one i don't really know what to say all right I hated you when you when we had guests on and you would just do all the small talk with them and you do your fake laugh and you kind of just s their d's and then just be like oh, let's let's go can you get to the interview like at the beginning or during the interview yeah, just all, all of it both you got to get people to loosen up you can't just I know and, blast your way in with no with no foreplay. Yeah, good take. I, I think that is the difference between me and you. And while we were nice salt and pepper together, was I guess I was kind of a dick, 
and you were really, you're a very good people person and you care a lot about people. And I do too, but you were better at being patient and showing it. And I learned a lot from you in that regard. You know, the interviewing, your interview skills is not a grievance of mine. They were getting better. (laughs) Uh, It was bad. But but also, when you know what, I I will count this as a grievance. I'm going to put this in. When an interview was happening and you were not interested, you would be like just looking down, biting your nails, like looking pissed off. Like you could see it when I would be editing clips too, trying to like do a cutout. And I know uh, we have people, our producers are on right now, like, fuck you. I edited the clips. Thank you. I know you guys edit a lot, but I did some too. And I could tell Mikey Locks was disinterested. So fuck you for being disinterested in our guest. That's a grievance. That's fair. I I just didn't, I, you would be small talking with them and I'd be like, okay, this is boring. Get, <laughs> get going to the next, go to the next segment. What do you got for me? All right. You were always scared to post on social for some reason. You do all the editing and then you would like send it to me with the caption. It's like, it took you long <laughs> enough just to send this to me. And then now I have to download it off my computer <laughs> to post it onto Twitter and to post on Instagram because you had like a phobia of posting shit on social. I don't understand it. I didn't have a phobia of posting shit on social. I had a phobia of pissing you off. Oh, <laughs> if you didn't oh. like it, if you didn't like it, you'd be so, <laughs> you know, so scary sometimes. Oh, that checks out actually. <laughs> no, I totally <laughs> did. This is, I totally was wouldn't post things. I was always unsure. I felt like I had to get approval permission. However, toward the end, I feel like that stopped. Yeah. But it was just, yeah, that, that, that it's good, good, uh, it's good knowledge for me to know. I always, I misread the situation, but yeah, when you would fuck up posts, I'd get really mad because we'd spend all the time doing it and then you'd just fuck up the caption and it would totally underperform. Well, that's why it's in it to you. So then it would never get yeah, fucked up. Good, we good are thing. yin and yang. We are yin, we are yang. Last one. Uh, recently you've stopped sharing bets with me. Before you Not bet. true. You always say that. It's, there's, I make so many bets on any given day. Last night, for example, I think I made 35 bets, and I can't share every bet with you. It just, it doesn't scale. It does not scale. But I understand why you get I upset share. about it. That you're upset. Oh, you understand? I would, I would just like. Uh, I wish there was somewhere I could keep track. However, like, I don't know if I want to with you. I don't want to. Keep but like, track I'm worried in the future. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, Grieve me. Grieve one foot in front of the other. Grieve me. Um, me. My last one is you always, always, always fucked up the intro to the podcast. <laughs> Every single time. It's the simplest thing. Welcome to Locky Town, home in the hammerlock, population winners. That's all you have to say. And 95% of the time, it would take you six takes to get through that. And I wish we had all the outtakes. I'd probably cry if I started watching all those outtakes. But it was the simplest thing in the world, and for some reason you couldn't do it. You get a phobia. I mean, <laughs> it's I funny because we do this. It's pretty funny. We do this podcast. Sometimes now I listen to other podcasts, and I kind of know like podcasts you're listening to are probably edited. There's editing going on. For the most part, we do this in one take. We kind of let it fly. I'm not going to say every time, but the majority of the time. Except for the fucking intro. I just couldn't <laughs> quite do it. I would botch something. I would stumble over my words. Sometimes I'd get giggly. 
Uh, and you would hate it, especially in the old days, too. It happened all the time. Yeah, when you'd we had film 12 me. listeners. You'd secretly film me. I know. I'm going to miss that. Yeah. Um, wow. Those are the grievances. Do we have any other grievances? Ooh, ooh. Uh, remember the time, just a story. Remember the time where we were at the boardroom in San Francisco betting on a game and you were screaming screaming and i posted it on instagram and someone at br someone high power told you that it was probably a bad look and then you were wasted and you responded that that taking it down would be the nemesis of organic which doesn't even make sense it's so insane and i yes i'm gonna talk about it but that that's one of my favorite moments ever at bleacher report was you trying to be like that was just a genuine moment, genuine reaction. We're at a bar with our friends. I think you were dropping F-bombs, yelling. Something good happened. There was a lot of pain in my eyes. And, yeah, and, uh, and you had this. Deleting this would be the nemesis of organic to a very, 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 very high-powered person at Bleacher Report. That was so fucking love and stupid. Respect. And I think that's, I think, yeah, who we love and respect greatly and deeply. And he's a legend. And honestly, it's probably the reason for Locky Town. Uh, so thank yes. you. But I will say. That exchange is the embodiment of Locky Town, botching some sort of <laughs> metaphorical. But I honestly, I also stand by the. I stand by it. <laughs> it's good content. I mean, it's true. It was good content. We got a lot of responses. People were like, "LOL, holy shit, Mikey's insane." Um, yeah, no, it's true. You can't take down shit that was real. That happened. You didn't know you were being filmed either. That's the other thing. <laughs> Like we were literally at a bar with friends and I snugly filmed you doing that. That was an Oregon, Arizona game when they were down by 20 with like 10 minutes left and they came back and won. And I got rich that night. Oh, that's right. Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. God, I miss college basketball. You know what's going to kill me? I'm going to miss college basketball season so much in betting college basketball with you. Like, holy shit. What do I do? I mean, doing it on Locky Town. That's true. We will still bet. Let's talk about the future, Mikey. Um, the Loch Ness Monsters, from what they've become, especially over this last summer and over quarantine, not being able to experience, really, college basketball with us is a crime against humanity. Because every March Madness, we would turn the fuck up and go absolutely crazy. And that was really where Locky Town was born from. And we never really had a chance to do that on Locky Town uh, over a season a little bit this last season, but then it, we never got the tournament. Like it, it wasn't the same. So that that's a regret. Maybe we'll just get you on a contract, like a two month contract during March. This would be one month, huh? not a math guy. I just need to like, just know March madness. Like I will be involved in yeah. the other thing. Like we were good at betting March madness. We've we're coming off two years of incredible March madness gambling, like massive parlays, we bet every single game of the first two rounds last year. That's uh, 50 games or something. I don't – I just did that real quick. 32 plus 16. Yeah. 32 we plus – We crushed it. We, we did yeah. great. I think we 48? came in around 60%. Yeah, I know. It's close enough. So, like, it is a really, really big shame that we didn't get to do that. However – like the nerfy came out of that gap in that period. So, well, you were already doing the nerfy, but um, yeah, we're going to be here. So, what's next for Locky Town? Mikey, 
you're still going to be running Locky Town. You're still going to be talking to the Loch Ness monsters. You are. Yeah, I'll be in the DMs. You are betting. I'll uh, I'll try and get some content up. I'll be popping in and out. It will not be as frequent, and I'm very sorry and sad about that. Um, but just drop me a nice message on on Locky Town. Vern will still have the password too. Uh, keeps us going. All the DMs, all the Loch Ness monsters. It's what I, it's what I do Locky Town for. So we'll keep we'll keep pushing out some content on IG. The podcast, as we know it, will cease to exist. Uh, we'll call it a hiatus. We'll see if it ever comes back. But for now, we're going to, you know, it'd be nice too. like, I feel like after all of this, you know, I'm going to go sail the Caribbean, you know, I'm going to take some time for myself, go to Southeast Asia. I wish we could do that now, but I'll still, we'll still be working on BR betting and bringing you guys the, the, the content every single day. Vern, I don't know what the fuck never you're doing. So never say never. Like the podcast is on pause, but that does not mean this is the last episode. It's just like LCD sound system. It's a band. When they say they retire, everyone knows they're not really retired. In five years, oh. we're going to be headlining Coachella. Fuck you if you oh. doubt it. Uh, what I'm going to be doing next, um, took a job in fintech. <laughs> I don't. Should I get into specifics, Mikey, or should I just leave it at that? I don't know, man. I think the more you specify, the bigger people are just going to be like, what a fucking loser. Why would you do that? Um, unless I'm going to be doing content, content strategy, exact uh, salary. Let's just leave it at that. that. That was really the only thing you can justify this with. Sell no, out. no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> at least I work for a private company. You, you speak for the man, you speak to the man, the overlords, AT&T, Turner. Those are your, you're the sellout. I'm not the sellout. You're a corporate shill. Anything else you want to say? Any any other ones? My bald? Corp, you're, Corp V? You're fucking bald. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that what I sound like? Is that what I sound like? No. I like that. Fucking bald. Do it. Get... <laughs> All right. Uh, now we got to do picks because we're not suck bag losers. We're still doing picks. So we're going to do NFL picks this week. I'm going to give uh, also our stolen pick of the week. I've been doing this. We, I'm four and one this year on the stolen pick of the week. Well, this is where I read a pick I found online, and I say it's my own. So let me look hey, here. I'm pulling it up. This is I'm my gonna first be time. real with you. Yeah. I don't have it. I don't have it in me to go through the full slate and give picks. Feeling a little sad, a little down. I'll give you one hammerlock. You'll give the stolen pick. I think we get out. I also want to say this is giving me some pep in my step. Last week on this podcast, I told you to bet Justin Herbert. At plus sixteen hundred for rookie of the year, he's now the favorite after one week at like plus one fifty. That was a great bet. I also told you to bet Russ at plus one seventy five for MVP, and he's down to even money. Legies, very legy. You know what? Another grievance. You never respected like I have so many good takes, and you always would talk me out of good bets, like the Braves to win that, the World that's Series. The you problem. I would just question. I like to question. Uh, I like to push buttons push the envelope forward I don't boundaries know. and you would just and if i just say anything you would be like oh yeah i shouldn't bet it like i hope that find your balls man find your balls where your balls at fuck you <laughs> they're really uh my my stolen pick for the week is uh virginia tech minus 11 over boston college that's it there's some sharp early sharp movement on that essentially uh also 
it just makes sense. VC is coming off a loss. BC looking kind of good. Both sides a little overvalued. They're still favored by 11. Uh, all right. Do the hammer lock, Mikey. Bang the table like you used to. Oh, wow. That's really – I used to bang the table after every hammer lock. That's one thing I miss. Literally every single time on the 10-minute podcast. All right. My hammer lock of the week, call grandma, ask her for inheritance early, get your mortgage out, double your mortgage, put this on this game this week, maybe take both kidneys and, and leverage them against this game. And I hate to do it because I am a San Francisco 49ers fan, but they have no secondary. They're banged up at quarterback. They are in a nosedive and they're playing division rival Los Angeles Rams on Sunday night football. The Rams are three and a half point favorites Buy that down to three and <coughs> hammer the Rams. You don't think you're getting trapped? I, I do. The this trap. is my favorite. I miss that. What? I miss that when you, every time we would make a bet and you say, oh, you think Vegas knows something? Oh, yeah, it's a trap. We do the trapping. We're the sharps. You forget that. You're, so your last bet on here is going to be against your own team? Uh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you know what? Your friends are going to roast you. They're going to shit on you. It's going to be you hilarious. You know what my number one rule is? Never bet against your own team. <laughs> it's kind of perfect. Uh, also, what does Mrs. Locks think about your gambling? We never really have just flat out asked the question. What? What do you? Is there, are you wearing a, Are you wearing a wire? Are you wearing a wire? <laughs> I am recording this and we'll be publishing it here. I'm not a narc. You're a narc. Um, Mrs. Locks supports narc. my career choices. She knows a lot of what I do is for work. Um, <laughs> We have separate bank accounts, is all I'll say. All right. Well, this is how we sign it off always. Jesus. Uh, I, I got heavy. I know. It's about to get heavy. Thank you guys for listening. And this is where I'll normally say, this is our week. Let's get rich. But I'm going to say, this is our week. This is our month. This is our year. This is our fucking lives. Let's get rich. Let's keep betting. I will see you guys on Lockie Town. And uh, it's not going away. It's going to live on. One day we will come back and headline Coachella. Mikey, are you crying? I'm getting all choked Can you up. talk? Yeah. The other thing yeah. I'm surprised you didn't bring up was we had a going away party for you last week. And we all had to give speeches on Zoom. And I got choked up. It was really embarrassing. And I choked my speech. I'm usually very get good at giving those types of speeches. And I choked. And it's because of you. Because how much I love you. Because you're my brother in law what we built together as a family over two years, a hundred podcast episodes, hundreds of Instagram posts, hundreds of bad tweets, all for honestly each other because we have fun doing it because we are brothers and we love to gamble. That's and, and, Mikey, drink, and we like to talk Mikey, shit to each other. That was really where it came from. It, this was out of your brain. Believe it or fucking not. You created this thing. You had the vision. Um, and Thanks to everyone who watched and listened and DM'd and told their friends and commented just for shirts or DM'd Mikey and said, where's our shirt? And then Mikey would get really stressed about where the shirts were. Uh, it's It's been amazing. It's been – see, you're disinterested and you're biting your nails. <laughs> Yo, do you think we should live bet the bills? They're down 14. Yeah. Let's go do it. Yeah, All right. On. Love you guys. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. It's always our lives. Let's get rich.